Welcome to the first mini cast of the Sussex set. I just had to come on here and create one of these because I had some things I want to get off my chest uh, and out of my head. And I didn't want to wait uh, until Thursday, but it's mainly about that one thing. This BBC two clusterfuck that's portraying Megan, the Duchess of Sussex as trailer trash. Consider yourself lucky if by some miracle you've been able to avoid any of that. So let me get right into it. BBC, racists, haters, critics, unnecessary critics. We are tired. We're tired of Megan being your easy target and your punching bag. We are tired of the hatred. And we're tired of the coordinated attacks that this woman has had to endure. Who's just out here living her life, trying to be happy with her new family. And maybe that's it. Like maybe that's the problem. Megan is happy. That's the problem. She can be happy in Canada, I guess, or in America when she's being an actress and doing her thing. But it's becoming completely apparent that many of y'all draw the line when you see a woman of color deciding to be happy in a space reserved for white women, especially if that woman of color has any black in her whatsoever. We saw this a little bit with Michelle Obama while she was the first lady of the United States. She was called a gorilla. She was called an ape in heels and not just by regular old nasty racist white folks. We're talking about people who actually held political office in their local communities, feeling bold enough to go online and say these things about the first lady of the United States. She was called an angry black woman, ghetto, classless, And on and on and on, despite the fact that she has two Ivy League degrees. She was a professional woman in her own right. She was a lawyer. She mentored Barack Obama when they worked for the same law firm in Chicago. They said all of those things about Michelle, never mind the fact that the white first lady that came after her plagiarized her speeches. Yes, plural. Pose naked. Previous to being first lady. No shade to people who pose naked. Not a, You know, I'm not coming down on sex work or anything like that. But, you know, Michelle couldn't have done that. You know she couldn't have done that. Um, the white first lady that came after Michelle, she aided her husband in the birther movement because Trump led that. Um, she disrespected immigrants, even though... She came as an illegal immigrant to this country, or there was a period of time when she wasn't even a legal immigrant. And I say all that to say this. Despite the fact that Michelle Obama received all of this hate and all of this vitriol, we all knew that it was only going to be for so long. She was either going to be first lady for four years or for eight years. And once she was no longer first lady, people move on to whoever's in their next, you know? But in Megan's case, There is no finish line. This is her life. And I do take her at her word when she says that she doesn't pay attention to any of it. She doesn't feed into any of it. She's unaware of any of it or most of it. It doesn't mean the people around her take that same approach. And we know the people around her at Kensington Palace did not take that approach. People are not blind and they're not deaf. And so... While what's portrayed in the media isn't representative of what the people in the streets might feel, I believe that there's a cumulative effect that takes place. You know, there are signals. 
these are false signals, but they're being sent nonetheless. Correct? And I think of it like this. What if when you woke up, there was a new lie, a new false representation of you, a new false narrative, you know, about you in the media for an entire nation of people to see. And then everyone around you believes that and or helps to create that narrative. It would not be fun. And it could be downright depressing. Like if you don't have a strong mindset and a strong sense of self-worth, that would get you down. And it's why for her own reasons, Princess Diana called being a royal a gilded prison or a gilded cage. I can't remember her exact terminology. Y'all know I call it a gilded ghetto, but specifically a KP. But anyway, you are in a position where you can't speak for yourself. You can't say things. You, you have to speak through your works. You have to speak through, you know, how you act and how people perceive you when they actually see you. And you have to use those types of opportunities to work against the false narrative that is being created to you. A lifetime of that, I don't know that I'm built for that. I just don't know that I'm built for that. I don't know that anybody is. That's the position that Megan finds herself in. That's the position that all of them find themselves in. But Megan is the only one who's basically being used as a punching bag day in and day out in the media. Thankfully, Megan is, to my knowledge, no longer surrounded by the nasty courtiers who basically would say all kinds of things to the media. Um, she's not surrounded by them anymore, as far as I know. But let me remind you, it was the KP courtiers that opened the door for her to have to endure some of this harassment in the first place. And I believe from there, it's just been a snowball effect. Now, I don't blame them entirely because we know that even before she was living in London in 2016, Harry criticized the media. He did it officially, um, saying that they were being racist and they were saying all kinds of, you know, coded and shady and nasty racial things about her and her mother. Um, and that was before they were even engaged. But cumulatively, the racism in the media, as well as the racism at court, after she became the Duchess of Sussex, has opened this woman and her family now up to some of the most disturbing and toxic attacks that I have ever seen in my life. Not just of a famous person, but of a royal person. So again, in this BBC Two show, you've I've only seen the articles, you've probably seen them too. Um, there's a caricature of Megan where they are portraying her as quote-unquote trailer trash who and I'm not making this up threatens to knife Kate the Duchess of Cambridge and so with that you'll notice a couple of things they've darkened her skin color and basically from the quotes that I've read they've made her an angry black woman who threatens violence against a white woman who previously according to the media Megan has already victimized before her wedding let that sink in. And if you ask me, this is a disservice to both Kate and Megan because here these two women are minding their own business and people are continuing to pit them against one another while they're just off living life. You know, it's one thing to 
draw distinctions or, or draw comparisons when people are trying to say that the Sussexes aren't doing anything on merit and they're somehow piggybacking off of the Cambridge popularity when the Sussexes are more popular, that's taken away from what they've already done and built for themselves. That we won't allow. But Kate's just out here minding her business. Megan's just out here minding her business. And then y'all are going to air some bullshit on TV where Megan threatens Kate with a knife. I don't care if you're calling it satire. It's far more dangerous than that. And not saying they should do this, but when was the last time BBC or any of those networks, I, I guess, who do this type of sketch, quote unquote, sketch comedy, um, when was the last time they portrayed uh, Kate as somebody who's going to cut somebody with a knife? Have they ever done that? Or, or does Megan just strike you as violent? The answer is they've never done that and they probably never will. So it continues... Uh, by having the, the Megan character take questions from the audience and each response is as ridiculous as the last, according to what I read. And when she's asked about Harry, she's defensive and she says things like, oh, why are you trying to take my man? <laughs> like, so you're basically feeding off stereotypes about black women being bossy, angry, possessive, loud, obnoxious. But it's just satire, right? No, it's dangerous and it's actually playing with fire because there are people who are going to see that and they're going to say, yep, there's my permission. Oh, I knew I was right. People are crazy out here. And, and you know what? I think sometimes calling them crazy actually gives them um, more coverage than they deserve. These people aren't crazy. They know what they're doing. They're committed to believing the worst, even though they know that it's based on absolutely nothing. And so one of the biggest clowns in all of this, in my opinion, is the black woman who created the character. Gabemi Ikunlo, Ikunlo, sorry, girl. Her name is not important to me. But girl, congratulations. And I'm not trying to butcher her name. I just, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. But um, congratulations, you played yourself. Congrats on being a pawn. And using your voice to feed white hatred against a woman of color. You yourself being a woman of color. And with that, I'm going to put you right in the same boat as all the other black people signing up to be used as tools of white supremacy. I don't care how you try to slice it or portray yourself or justify why you portrayed Megan the way you did or at all. You are a tool. You are not funny. You're foolish. It doesn't matter that you don't personally see Megan as the character you portrayed and created or that you see her as a, quote, incredibly agreeable and friendly person. None of that matters to the person who's committed to hating Megan, no matter what. Especially the ones who hate her on account of her racial makeup. They won't hear your opinion of her. They will latch on to your stereotypical portrayal of her instead. So... What will happen is when people complain about how insensitive this is, and they will, they already are starting to, but when it airs, it's probably going to be full force. And when they're complaining about how dangerous and racist this is, the people on the other side are going to point to you. And then they'll say, but look, she's black. That's not racist. She's a black woman. You're a clown, sis. And of course, the larger responsibility is with the BBC. The fact that they even 
allowed this to make it to television is the real crime. The fact that there aren't people in back rooms saying, okay, but hold on, we're picking on one person from the royal family and it happens to be the black woman or the woman of color, the new mom, Megan. Wouldn't that be a little bit too much? No one said that it was too much, apparently. And I'm someone who enjoys all types of humor. Nobody is truly off limits. But like this, this is just plain corny. It's not funny. And yet it's entirely convenient for the ratings. And again, they've darkened her skin color. Look no further than that detail to understand how the white establishment and the white media really sees Megan. For the record, there is nothing wrong with being brown skinned. I'm sitting here talking to you as a brown skinned black woman and I love it. But as people love to point out, Megan is a biracial woman. Some biracial people are caramel with kinky hair like Barack Obama. Some biracial people are fair skinned like Megan. But the racist idea is that the darker you are, the more negative attributes people can apply to you with little or no consequence at all. We've seen this nonstop with Megan. And she's not even dark skinned. You know, so people don't know what side they want to be on. Oh, Megan's white like us. Stop calling her black. She's biracial. Yeah, genetically she is. And I've said this before. But that doesn't stop people from calling her a nigger, though. That doesn't stop people from calling her a slave, though. That doesn't stop people from portraying her as an angry black woman who's threatening to cut somebody. You know what I'm saying? And I've said it in a previous podcast that I personally see Megan as a black woman because that's how society treats her. I should say some in society because nobody had an issue with Megan's biraciality when they thought that she was, quote unquote, in her place out here just being Megan the actress. But when she leveled up, that's when everybody had an issue. Not everybody, but those who have the issue now, that's when they developed their issue. And the clowns at the BBC are playing right into that. I went into the whole Plessy versus Ferguson thing and how even just being a little bit black in the eyes of a bigot makes you fully black. Look no further than this fiasco. Megan is not dark skinned, but for the purposes of white supremacy in this sketch, she must be dark skinned. This is, to me, the larger commentary on what they think about black people. And this is why I need the girls to stay out of my mentions telling me to stop referring to Megan as a black woman. We all know she's biracial. But you wouldn't know that if all you had to go by was how she's being treated by the public. Now, I don't know if this is damage control, but already a BBC spokesperson has said the following. Viewers would clearly recognize this performance as a spoof and highly satirical within the context of a program which lampoons a wide range of public figures and the public's perception of them. Okay, so this sketch might be done for sensationalism. It might be done for the folks who will love the sketch and for those who will be outraged. That's desperate and it's irresponsible. And it gives empowerment to the racist scum while BBC seeks to entertain them. And I think the BBC knowingly plays right into that hand. You know, they've essentially said, let's be racist, but let's slap a satire sticker on it. You know, as a way of covering their asses. But 
it would be different if somehow the entire family was made fun of, but instead they pluck the one person of color, darken her skin, and then make her violent. To me, that's way out of pocket. And frankly, I think the BBC owes Megan an apology. So what can you do? Call them out. Call out the hatred when you see it, as we continue to do. But don't let people convince you that it's not a big deal because it's satire. It is very fucking dangerous. And we know that it's dangerous. They know that it's dangerous. I had somebody reply to a a comment that I made on a separate video on YouTube saying that they want to break Megan's neck. Seriously, this is truly dangerous. And I don't really like to talk about this because I don't want to, excuse me, I don't want to give people ammunition, but that jarred me because there are people who will actually seek to do harm and all they're doing is creating more, more and more and more. So you got to keep calling them out. Also, you can complain. So the My Duke and I podcast posted a link, which I'm posting in the description of both the podcast and the video. File a complaint with the BBC, whether you think it will do anything or not. I think it's important to at least take that action. File a complaint now or after the program airs tomorrow, but please make sure you do that. Again, I'm including the link. And then thirdly, just continue to create community. Continue to create space and support Megan in this community. A lot of times this type of thing can get you down, especially when you see what else is going on in the world. But in the words of Martin Luther King, and I believe Harry also quoted this, this is a quote I grew up with, but only light can drive out darkness. To me, this is this is some dark stuff. When you look at the whole entire picture, it can get you down. But don't let that discourage you. Just continue to create the spaces to call out racism, misogyny, and hypocritical behavior. Because if we don't call it out, we definitely can't rely on those creating these false narratives to do so. So do not be silent. Thank y'all for listening. That's all I have for today. I'll catch y'all next time. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. Kill me.